To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things run Disney at Disneyland. Dun-dun-dun! Today we're two Disney fangirls, because Teresa's not here, which is sad. But we are normally three Disney fangirls who know more about the Disney parks and obsessing about run Disney at Disneyland than most grown women should. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I mean, that's probably the most accurate statement that you could have come up with because... Well, we'll tell y'all. We'll we'll have story time here in just a minute. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, basically, it is so this is going to be an hour plus of story time. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You guys know how we are about Disneyland, and if you've listened to any of our previous discussions, you know how much we've been waiting for this moment, and the moment is here. Which is also probably why Teresa said, "Yeah, I'm out," <laughs> because she's like. You She's guys like, can I talk- can't handle these two. <laughs> right. She was like, you guys can talk all day about Disneyland and Disney. And, um, you know, it's just not my thing. And we're like, we get you, Teresa. So she'll be back next week or whenever we record our next episode. But, uh, hey, it's me. It's Jane. And we're going to talk to you guys about Ren Disney at Disneyland. Jane, where can we find you on social medias? You can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW. And I'm Patty Holiday from No Guilt Universe. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. And uh, you can find the blog, noguiltdisney.com, which honestly, if you have any run Disney questions, please, please, please go hit that blog up because I've probably got the answers. And if I don't have the answers, leave me a comment on any blog post and I will get it and I'll find it for you and I'll get back to you. And also, of course, you can join us in the No Guilt uh, Disney Facebook group too, because we're there, and that's what we do. Is we we talk about we talk about these things. But uh, this episode, as we've mentioned, is just going to be all about Run Disney at Disneyland uh, because we got some great news today. Some details finally came out about the races that are coming up, and TikTok, TikTok. If you don't have plans for Valentine's Day, then I don't know why you're listening to this um, episode, because your plans should include sitting for hours hoping to get into these races. Unless you're Club Run Disney. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, the bougie people can go off and they'll, they'll have that taken care of the week before. But the rest of us, <laughs> um, those are our big, hot and sexy Valentine's Day plans is uh, trying to get into these races. And we've got a few tips that we're going to give you guys. Uh, hopefully that will help uh, get you through the madness that is coming. And I think we both agree it's going to be madness. Oh, it's absolutely going to be madness. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So let's, let's first, let's just hit the logistics and the um, information. Um, We're going to get into that real quick, but before we do, I kind of want to give a little bit of story time. Um, Our background, as far as these Disneyland races, because Run Disney's been around for a long time. As you know, we just celebrated the 30th anniversary of the marathon at Walt Disney World, which was quite exciting and fun. Um, But Jane and I have actually got a decent history with the Disneyland races. Now, we weren't there from the beginning, but I think we both got there just as fast as we could. And interestingly enough, both of um, our first Disneyland half races were the... First time we met in person. That's um, not true. It's the I first actually, time. We, no, you the had, first time we, yeah, that was the first challenge. But I had run Disneyland before that. 
Oh, I had two, but not the Disneyland half. Oh, no, I had run the Disneyland half before. Oh, okay, that. never mind. I thought that was your first Disneyland half, too. And I was like, how exciting. No. We did our first ones together, but we didn't. So now you can <laughs> first my bubble. All right. Well, Sorry. no problem, no problem. So I started doing Run Disney at Walt Disney World um, in 2011. I did Princess Half Marathon. In 2012, uh, I was completely hooked. So I did uh, Tinkerbell that year, and that was a, a Disneyland race. And it was this same race weekend that we're going to be talking about here as far as uh, calendar dates um, that we're going to be talking about here in a, in a bit. And I fell in love head to toe, completely just obsessed with everything Disneyland from that one race that I went to. Uh I just loved everything about it. Every every single moment in detail of the race, of the race weekend, of the experience. I only did the half marathon. There was not a 10K offered at the time. And I didn't think it was important enough to sign up for the 5K. So I didn't. Uh, silly, silly me. Um, but I did do the half marathon that year and had a blast. Um, so that was 2012. That was my first uh, race. And the next year into 2013, I went back and did Tinkerbell again. And then also added the Disneyland half uh, in 2013 because of the Dumbo Dare Challenge, which if that sounds familiar, it should, because we're going to get to that in a minute. Um, Jane, when what was your was your first race then, 2012 Disneyland? It was 2011. Oh, 2011. My, okay. my, first, my first Disney race was 2009. I did Everest 2010. I did Wine and Dine half. And then... In 2011, I did Disneyland half. And then in 2012, I did Disneyland half. And then 2013, I wound up having to defer Princess 2013. And in old Run Disney World, you were able to defer to another race at the same time. And they were like, hey, we're going to do this Dumbo challenge. And I was like, sign me up. <laughs> so I deferred my princess half marathon and just paid the difference to upgrade to Dumbo. And it was before the registration opened. So I was like so excited. So and yeah, it was every year after that. <laughs> the, my, my registration experience that I, I still don't know what wizardry I had going on for me uh, that day, but my entire family ran that race. So I think that was something like, I think I ended up with 11 10K bibs and two Dumbo, oh two Dumbo Dare challenges and like six or seven kids races. Like it, it was everybody. We, we all went out and did this and um, which is, it was a total blast. It was a lot of fun. Um, my dad, who is like the most serious person in the entire world, dressed as a Mouseketeer, with his name across his chest and little Dumbo or uh, Mickey Mouse ears on his head. And it is one of my most favorite memories of that man because like Disney, you know, what are you doing? You turned this crazy old man into a Ren Disney fanatic with that one race. Um, he kept saying the rest of his life, he talked about like how much fun that experience was. And I was like, see, this is why I do it, dad. Now you get it. And he's like, well, I don't get exactly what you do, but. I kind of get it. And I was like, well, 
I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to give you that credit yet. Yes, correct. Correct. <laughs> correct. Correct. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And, I, and to this day, like, I don't have the memory of how I managed to do all of that. Um, this was back when it was active.com. So things were a little bit different. Maybe I was able, once I got in, I was able just to stay in until like, I honestly, I don't remember, but somehow I pulled that all off and it was all me. I did all the registration for my entire family. Um, folks, that is not going to happen <laughs> for 2023, 2020. No. It is not going to happen. I just want to set your expectations right here, right now. If you have a big group going, you're going to need all hands on deck and a lot of pixie dust um, to pull this one off. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that was a, that was that was fun. We registered and this was a new challenge. I believe Jane and I are trying to remember, but we were pretty yes. sure this was the first challenge weekend that Ren Disney ever did was the 2013 Dumbo Dare Challenge. Um, yes. Okay. And so that technically was a brand new race. Oh, well, yes, they had had Goofy. Sorry, Goofy. Everybody forgets about Goofy. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I'm so sorry. Goofy. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Outside of Goofy, you know, uh, it was this was the first challenge, and I think that's what people were so excited about was that it was something um, semi attainable. At least for me, I was like, yes. I will never do Goofy, but I could Same. do a 10k and a half. So let's go, you know? Right, and that was for me. I was like, I had run like enough, not like a ton of halves, but I had like gotten comfortable in that half distance, and so this was like a super fun way to like add something on and do something different. It was a challenge distance that I had never really seen in another venue before, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, with the multiple days. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this will be so fun. And it was in my wildest dreams. I never ever thought that I was going to run goofy plot twist to (laughs) doggies, but like, you know, this was so attainable and, and I was just so excited to do it. And I really thought it was going to be a one and done kind of thing for me, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, yeah. So that all happened. Um, Jane and I actually ran into each other. We had met online and we knew each other through one of the Facebook groups that we were a part of at the time. Uh, and then we ran into each other physically for the first time at Disney California, a hotel, uh, the Grand California Hotel, um, in the hallway there, and I got uh-huh. to meet her and her mom, and that's that's how Jade and I like became friends. So as you can tell, we have this special place in our hearts uh, for Disneyland races, and we are so glad they are back. Um, they stopped for anybody who isn't totally up to date on the history. They stopped in uh, 2017, I think was the announcement. And yep. the last Avengers, uh, well, it wasn't Avengers. It was superheroes half. The last superheroes half marathon uh, was that November. And that was the very last race that Disneyland saw on its property for a really long time. Uh, I didn't run that half, but I went out and I cheered it. And I actually had a, I think I've told this story before, but I had a cast member stop and he looked at my sign and he was like, we'll be back. We'll be back. And I was like, really, will you? Because if you guys remember, there's all this rumor and, and I say rumor because we don't know for fact. I mean, Jane and I are not on the, um, city council of Anaheim. So we don't know, we don't know what was really going on down there, but there was rumor that there was a lot of um, infighting and there was a lot of drama happening between the city of Anaheim and Disneyland during this time period. And part of that drama 
one of the casualties for these races. This guy, this cast member, um, felt that it was more about the big construction projects that were on the agenda for Disneyland at the time. And he kind of pointed out some very logical points that the places that we were getting ready to run through were about to close down because they had some big projects coming through of them. One being um, Galaxy's Edge was being built. The other one, I don't, Mm -hmm. and I don't remember if that was announced or if he said it by name, but he just said, there's a bunch of big projects coming out. But what has happened since then was Galaxy's Edge, Toontown shut down. Um, and and basically is getting a re- got a rebuilt back there. Um, there was supposed to be a brand new hotel, hotel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which got canceled. But instead, we're getting DVC towers built. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So there's a lot of there was a lot of like physical reasons why they felt that they needed to just like not mess with Ren Disney at the time because what he what he kept saying was we don't want to give you a race that your expectation is what you're used to and that we can't give you that because we can't give you as much park time as we once did. And, and, you know, that was fair. That was fair. So whatever the reasons of being at Anaheim city council, be it construction, be it, it just didn't make enough money. I, I don't know what the answer is, but it doesn't matter because it's back. <laughs> and we are so excited about it. Um, as you can tell, um, Anything else that you want to say about history of it before we kind of move into like a little bit more of the logistics and things that people need to know about how this race is different than doing something at Walt Disney World? Because it's very different. Yeah, no, I think that's, I mean, that's pretty much the history of it. Okay. Um, You know, and the only thing I can say is, um, and we can get there when we talk about the options for this weekend and um, we will touch on the coast to coast challenge, but mm-hmm. the coast to coast challenge has been something that they've had before. Um, and it was always a part of, you know, that was one, one of the reasons why people went out to Disneyland to run. So was so that you could get your special coast to coast medal. Yep. Yep. And it's going to be another big reason why people are going to go out and do it again. So keep this in mind. Keep this in mind when it comes to registration. Uh, Okay. So what we know um, as far as this race is concerned is that it is going to happen. uh, What are the dates? Uh, January, well, January 11th is going to be yoga. Yeah, so it's it's um it's next January 2024, January 11th until the 14th. Um, and this is the which, only Disneyland race on the schedule for this year. As of now. Mm-hmm. As of now. So, and I say that because I appreciate you putting that out into the universe. Uh, yes. I, I, I don't know that it's going to change, but I, no, I, but I, I appreciate tell, it. <laughs> but I will tell you why. So there's a couple of reasons. So when Rent Disney releases their calendar, their schedule generally goes from Wine and Dine is like the start of the 2023-2024 year. So even though... So when we get to coast to coast, that actually works calendar year, but the run Disney season works wine and dine 2023 all the way through uh, right now it's springtime 2024. So everything falls in there. It used to be um, that Disneyland weekend used to be Labor Day weekend and it was Disneyland weekend that would kick off for the following year. So what I think is going to happen Um, Based on the wording of 
So first of all, the calendar that they've put out, which is 2023, 2024 goes through springtime of next year. And I believe that when they get further into the year or further into whether it's going to be this summer or the fall, and they announce the 2024-25 season, I believe there is going to be a fall Disneyland race in there. Hmm. The reason the reason I believe that is because, one, this race is going to be a beep show to get in. <laughs> absolutely. It absolutely will. And... They are offering a special medal if you run Marathon and you run Disneyland. Those two races, you get a special Coast to Coast medal. If you run any of the other Walt Disney World races, you will get a quote-unquote generic Coast to Coast medal. And they're only letting you have one special, one of either of those medals. Well, uh, that makes sense because... There's only one Disneyland race, so it's not like you can run two others, which in the past you could mm-hmm. and earn different coast-to-coast medals. And I believe that there is going to be a fall race at Disneyland in 2024 that they will announce later in the year, and that will send everybody who didn't get into January to freak out and sign up for the fall race, and also Patty and myself. <laughs> Well, duh. Um, okay. I mean, <laughs> listen, y'all heard it here first. If it happens, give all credit to Jane uh, for putting that out into the universe. Um, I mean, to be fair, I was the one that when they announced the springtime theme last year, I said Disneyland's coming back and that's why they made the springtime theme the themes that they are. And I was right. <laughs> By the way, guys, Jane is a Swifty, so she's really, really good at looking for Easter eggs and finding crap that may or may not really be there. But you know what? I'm here for it. This is what we do on a daily basis. She's always feeding me this stuff, and I get sucked in. So welcome to my world. Uh, yeah, I mean, this this could be – hey, listen, listen. Maybe they got a Taylor Swift fan on the payroll at Run Disney, and they are making all these moves uh, in a very do. stealthy way. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, so that's that's our hope is that we could see one. We have zero proof, though. To be fair, there's zero proof that, zero. that is happening. But no, <laughs> but um, it was it, it makes it makes sense though. It makes sense, and and you are right. Like. Um, the, the only reason that like kind of my eyebrows go up is just the fact that it's the Jan- that they chose, uh, the January race slot is mm-hmm. now the Disneyland half marathon where traditionally that was the labor day. Right. So that's my only kind of like eyebrows raised as to like, why, why did they bring it back for January where there's plenty of time they could have done it like in the traditional time frame. So I just, I don't know. So I think it's because September used to not be hot and then it started to get really hot. Mm, it is. So the last few Dumbo challenges were really, they were really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that it pairs better when you put like the way that they're doing it. You do Walt Disney World and Disneyland. They're very similarly themed. They're the flagship races. You do them both both during these like similar weekends and put them together. And then whatever the other weekend winds up being, which I also still waver back and forth over whether it's just going to be a traditional 5-10 half weekend or it's going to be similar to springtime where they're able to say, oh, it's going to be maybe 5-10-10 miler. Um, 
But whatever they do in there, I think is going to be paired with another weekend. Hmm. Hmm. And I, yeah, whether it's, um, you know, like well, I know that they had used wine to do and dine. Princess and Tinkerbell. I thought maybe Wine and Dine. Mm-hmm. I really, in my head, it was a springtime surprise and it was a fall something. Hmm. So you do the springtime and the fall and those two wind up having a magical celebratory special something or other right right all right well we will see what happens see how this all plays out um let's hope but for now what we have is january (laughs) fantasy that's what it is fall fantasy races it's a fall fantasy then they can make it like fantasy land themed like we have springtime surprise and fall fantasy that's what's gonna be okay okay i decided you decided? All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's I, listen. I'm going to go ahead and book my hotel room just <laughs> as soon as I can. Um, yes. Okay. Um, so we have January 11th through January uh, 14th is going to be this race week- weekend. And it is called the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend. Um, like we mentioned in the past, that was on Labor Day. But now we're doing this in January, which Jane. Can we talk yes. about January in Anaheim? It's bleeping glorious. <laughs> bleeping glorious. Like absolutely fabulous. It's beautiful. It's great weather. It's perfect for running. It's really perfect for running. I ran, gosh, I think I think I ran the January race weekend more than I ran any of the other ones at Disneyland. And hands down, uh, my favorite, favorite temperatures. And I'm not a cold weather person. Like I don't like cold weather at all. And um, it was never too cold, never too hot. It was just right. It was the Goldilocks. I mean, gotta love Southern it's, California, man. You just gotta love it. It's the April 24th of Run Disney Race. It is. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. Um, so we're excited just on that level alone is that, you know, it's it's good. You can train through the fall wherever you are. Say Jane being in, 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 uh, in Florida, she's not going to have to, you know, be nasty and sweaty and gross her entire training, you know, cycle. She's going to be able to actually enjoy that part of it kind of ish because it's Florida. So who knows, but the race itself is going to be beautiful, beautiful. Uh, so keep that in mind. And just the weekend in, in general, just the weekend in general is beautiful. Yeah. The, you know, the weekend, the, the weekend is, is going to be, yeah, we're all just speaking into an existence, but honestly, every time that we went during those races, it was great. It was great. So no complaints at all on that level. Um, yeah, it's like long sleeve t-shirt and, you know, leggings. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just very like comfortable. You're not uncomfortable during that weekend. Just absolutely beautiful. not. Absolutely not. Uh, the, the, um, the, the races that they're having, they're going to have the 5k, the 10k, the half marathon, as you mentioned, the Dumbo Dare challenge is going to be if you do the 10k and the half marathon um, together mm-hmm. that weekend. Um, there's also going to be yoga in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle, which is quite exciting for yogis like Jane and I because we're such expert yogis. But um, I'm excited about it. I think I, I think that one I'm going to have to sign up for. I don't know if you're going to or not, but that one I'm going to go ahead and put on my list of wishful hoping. And then um, there's also going to be kids races. 
they used to have kiss rate kids races at all run Disney events, but that mm-hmm. stopped um, and has not come back with, you know, post pandemic circumstances, situations. So this is the first race weekend that they're announcing kids races. And uh, I know there's a lot of littles out there that are going to be so excited to do this. It's actually a kind of a chaotic, wild event, but uh, it's only $35 and they get these cute little medals and uh, shirts. And I and, and at Disneyland, they used to give us hats. They gave us, because um, my kids did it a couple of times, so they got little Disneyland uh, hats as well. Uh, super cute. It was a fun little event, so keep that in mind. Um, but also, people, just remember because these races have not been around for so long and there are a lot of old timers who are Southern Cal or California specific peeps who are going to be very excited about getting their races back in their home park. Everything is going to be a fight to get into when it comes to registration. Um, I mean, they could surprise me, but I, I don't, I don't think so. I just based on what I'm seeing online, based on what I'm seeing through my blog analytics, it's based on what I'm seeing uh, with people asking questions in these Facebook groups and, and just a discussion about it. And the fact that there was a lot of old timers that came out for the marathon weekend um, for the 30th anniversary. A lot of folks that I hadn't seen since the last Disneyland race made that trip. So I know their love for Run Disney is still there. And if it's kind of on their home turf, you can bet they're going to be trying to get into these races. I'm saying all this not to like scare you, but just to give you a heads up that um, this isn't going to be a slam dunk. This is definitely going to be, uh, you know, a challenge to, to get into. And you're going to have to do some work and prioritize what makes the most sense for your family as far as, you know, what you register for. So like if it was me, I wouldn't be making a whole trip out there if the only thing I was able to get was the kid races, right? I would definitely prioritize whoever's running, you know, the half marathon or the 10K or, you know, whatever your longest race or your important race is going to be. Not to say the kids races aren't important. I'm just saying that would probably be the way that I would prioritize it. Um, So keep that in mind. The other thing is if you're looking at like a, if you're looking at the challenge, you just got to go for the challenge first and then worry about the other races after that because the challenge is going to sell out very quickly. People love a challenge and it's also their first step to getting that coast to coast. People love that. So that's going to be something that I think the challenge is going to go first. I think the half marathon may actually go second just because of, again, that coast to coast medal drives a lot of people to do crazy things and this might be it. So I think those two longer races are, are going to go fairly quickly. Traditionally, I would say the shorter races actually sell out quicker. Um, however, just because this is the first time we're getting a chance at coast to coast and this is the only race weekend for that coast to coast, as of right now, uh, I, I just, that's my gut feeling is that that's going to happen. What do you think, Jane? Yeah. I mean, there's a chance that the 10 K could sell out first. And, um, one of the things we probably should have touched on earlier, for those of you who don't know, Disneyland races are much smaller than Disney world races, Mm -hmm. much smaller. Um, so unless there is, 
some change that they've made since 2017, which of course they could have, you know, I believe that like the Disneyland races used to come in and cap around 15,000. Whereas like the Disney world halves would cap somewhere between 25 and 30,000 runners just for the halves. So just for that, that super long distance. So, you know, that, sort of, you know, puts into perspective the number of spots that you have. And then particularly if you're running a 10K and half challenge for that 10K, half of those spots are, or, you know, a certain hefty portion. And I do actually think it's half and sometimes more Mm -hmm. of those spots are taken up by challenge runners. So, and similar with, with the half, right? So whatever those spots are, half of them are going to go to Dumbo, And then the rest of it is going to be left for people that are quote unquote, just running those races. I know it it never, it's never just, just a race, but it's that race. Um, And then I think the 5k might linger around a little bit more, uh, but not by much. Like I anticipate that with the exception of us planning for the three hour crash of this website that will happen. (laughs) I think all races are sold out in under an hour once they finally get it back up. Right. Once it starts going, I I don't think you're wrong there. I do. I I agree with you. I think once the actual like consistent registration happens, that's what we're going to be looking at for sure. Yeah. So, and, and so for that, I mean, I guess we'll just roll into registration tips. You have to have a plan. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, let's that's that that's where I was leading with this is that we're going to give you some some registration tips uh because a plan is absolutely necessary and um the other thing that I think is necessary is well there's two things I think you need patience and if possible you need friends. <laughs> friends. Yeah, you need friends. You need a lot of friends. Find your Disney registration buddy. Everybody have their exit buddy? Like get your Disney <laughs> registration buddy. I'm, I'm moving buddy. <laughs> exactly. Um because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is uh Jane and I have done these, you know, for a long time. We kind of know what we're doing, but there's been times where I've gotten in right away and she's sitting at, you know, still a 30 or 40 minute wait. And I've been able to get her registered. Same thing. Mm-hmm. She's done it for me, whatever. I would not be suggesting that you ask other people to register like multiple people uh, unless they happen to get in in the first like five minutes. If they're one of the golden tickets, then right. go ahead and just add up all those races that you want in there. But if it's somebody um, who, you know, they had to wait a good 25 minutes to get in. Uh, that one needs to be, you just, you got to get in real quick. You got to, you, cause that's kind of lately that's been the time frame for like the first sellouts has been about the 25 minute, um, threshold. Mm-hmm. I, I think something sold out like within 20 minutes or maybe 15 minutes in one of the last races and one of the last marathon, we- I can't remember which race it was, but my point is just, um, find somebody text them, be on the phone with them, hang out with them, be online with them, but have somebody as a touch point um, so that, you know, if they get in right away, maybe they can add you or, you know, and you, you can base this because, because what the, how the system works is run Disney will tell you what your estimated wait time is. So if your estimated wait time tells you that you have over an hour, but your friend is getting in in five minutes, uh, let that friend register for you. Mm-hmm. If they're willing 100%. to, if they're willing to let them register for you, um, because chances are your race will be gone by the time you're waiting. Um, 
The other thing that you really need to be do you really need to do is be prepared in advance. And I've got a whole blog post that kind of walks you through the steps. It's also got a little like, you know, screenshot printable thing that you can take <clears throat> of all the details that you're going to need to register for these races. So that's going to be in show notes. Go take a look at that. Familiarize yourself with it. Know it. Love it. Be prepared to go because, uh, you know, I don't want to jinx myself, but so far, so good. I have never missed a race registration and I don't have any secret way in. These are just simply the steps I follow. And I share that with you to follow these steps as well. Definitely have your friends ready. Definitely have your information ready. Reread the information ahead of time because there's a lot of information that you can, that they ask for, but also some of it you're able to edit before you, like, you're able to check out and then go back and edit it. So if you miss something or you, you know, didn't spell something right or something, you can change that stuff. But the things that you can't edit are like the name of the person on the bib can never be edited. So if you go in and say you're registering for Jane, Thank you. I will take that bib. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know. I will Venmo you. Um, So, yeah, definitely get prepared for that. Um, As far as the Coast to Coast Challenge, the Coast to Coast Challenge does not have to be registered for. So they will automatically keep track of where you run within run Disney and whether or not you have qualified. So if you run marathon weekend, which of course that registration isn't until April. So nobody actually knows whether they'll be in or not. If you run marathon weekend and then you run Disneyland weekend because you're already registered, they will take care of that. So there's no extra place for you to sign up for it. Like I know, um, castaway challenge you have to sign up for separately coast to coast you do not it will automatically get added on so you can just take that off your plate and register for this just like it's a regular race weekend with a lot of chaos (laughs) that's right that's right uh yes and the other thing that i would say when you're registering is all of that information that you're going to need um things like name address, Address. email, (laughs) you're going to need an email for everybody that's you're going to register for Um, date of birth, uh, t shirt size, all of those things. What I do is I set myself up a little notepad on my computer and I copy and paste it all straight into there along with my payment information. So that all I'm doing is copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, and putting it directly into the form. Um, a lot of it will pre will auto populate because it's me, but like if I'm registering for Jane, I like to have her information, uh, in advance set right there so that I could just copy it in, copy it in, copy it in. Um, I think that that's one of the biggest time savers that you can do because unfortunately with this system, just because you're in there and you're picking your races, it doesn't mean you actually have them until you get to the final screen where it says payment processed and you get a thank you for registering. Um, 
so races can sell out from underneath you is basically what I'm saying here, because somebody was a little bit faster than you with putting their information in. And that's why we talk about this like speed. Um, I would say, you know, this is your first sprint <laughs> when it comes to these races. You want to be speedy, not necessarily accurate, because as Jane said, you can always go back later and make some edits. Um, so things like proof of time. Skip over that for now. Literally, you can go back later on that day and put your proof of time link in and, and get those details set up. But if you're just trying to get through it real quick, just say, I don't have a proof of time, like whatever, whatever. But you still have plenty of time to go in and edit your proof of time later. So that's something you can just put whatever in and skip over it. Same thing with like t-shirt size. It's not a big thing. You can put in whatever t-shirt size just to get through that process quicker and then go back and edit it later. But as Jane said, the only thing you really can't be able to change is going to be who you are registering for. So make sure you have the proper name uh, put in. And definitely check that because I've seen people where, you know, they'll be registering, they'll be registering their spouse and they accidentally have their own name and then they wind up with bibs and you know, two bibs in the same name. Yes. Or, you know, they're registering their their children and they accidentally put their name on it or vice versa. So, I mean, definitely check the names. I would say that's the biggest thing. And particularly if your intent is to get a coast to coast, everything will need to match. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as far as these race themes, just uh, they did give us that information today. Um I find this interesting. They're giving us a theme for the Disneyland yoga. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little weird. We did the yoga for princess um, last year. And I also did it for um, springtime surprise last year. Um, there was no theme. Uh, you know, there was no theme, but this one says that goofy is the theme for the Disneyland yoga event. And it also says that we are going to get uh, special photo opportunities and appearances by Disney characters. That did not happen at the Walt Disney World yoga events. So that's already something a little bit different that Disneyland is throwing out at us. Uh, we also have the Disneyland 5K is going to be Pluto. Donald and Daisy are going to be the theme for the Disneyland 10K. Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse are the theme for the Disneyland Half Marathon. And then, of course, Dumbo is the theme for the Dumbo Dare, which are those two races together. And then Chip and Dale, it's adorable, is going to be the kids' races themes. Um, so if all that sounds familiar, it's pretty much the same things that you get for the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend, which is going to be the weekend before. So all of you super dopey, crazy runners are going to be doing coast-to-coast uh, Dopey and Dumbo Dare, plus throwing in the 5K, plus throwing in the yoga. I'm exhausted for you. Good luck to you. Uh, I hope you make it. Um, it's it's going to be a lot. Uh, but you're going to have a lot of really cute merch, I think, to choose from and uh, a lot of cute T-shirts and medals. Yeah, it's interesting to me because um, the banner on the Run Disney page that usually, you know, shows like the theme or whatever, it's like classic vintage Disneyland sign, which of course sent me over the edge because that is like my whole aesthetic is just classic vintage Disneyland. Like I literally just like decorated my house 
based around classic vintage Disneyland. Can confirm, can confirm. It's absolutely <laughs> adorable. Although the last weekend I was like, do I need to update for Disney 100? And <laughs> Which is a whole other thing. Um, so I thought that that was interesting with the characters because I'm curious how that'll work together in terms of medals and merch. Traditionally, the Disneyland, particularly the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend, has been a park-focused... Actually, I guess, no, not the last one. The last one was movie-focused because it was Pixar-themed. But before that, it was very park-focused. So we always had um, castle medals. We had castle medals for, like, I don't know, 47 years. We had a castle medal. And then we had, like, the coast-to-coast was always the partner's statue with Walt and Mickey. We had the Diamond Castle for the 60th anniversary. But it's always been, like, that park-focused type metal which of course i love because again vintage disneyland so i'm curious because i really expected a disney 100 theme and i was like i had it in my head i had platinum metals with this beautiful purple and they were going to be glittery and exquisite and i mean i still believe that the coast to coast might be that way Mm. Mm. But the regular medals wouldn't match the theme if it was that. So, um, so yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how they incorporate the characters with the vintage Disneyland theme and what we come up with. Yeah, I will. I will be curious, and I will also be curious to see how uh, they manage to make it different from the Walt Disney World Marathon, right? So, what people don't yes. want is going to be medals that are very similar, or going to look the same, or remind you of, or whatever. And so. Yeah, I had that same thought. Um, I, I love all these characters, so I don't have any. I don't have any hate on any of that. But I did in my head. I went, "Oh, I don't want another Pluto five K medal. I've got those." Yeah, I mean, to be honest, you know? like, I'm not. Yeah, like I'm not a. I'm not a Fab Five fanatic. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I'm sort of like, meh. Well, and I'm and I'm curious if their thought process was, um, we know the West Coast has been dying for these races, and we know that they're not all coming to Walt Disney World to run Marathon Weekend, so we're going to give them a little taste of Marathon Weekend, which absolutely could be the case. I mean, I I take that I I believe that Disney World is pretty smart and that they have the data at their fingertips, and so they can obviously tell how many California runners, how many Arizona runners, for example, are making that trip. Right. And how that has changed Listen, over the years and, if, and whatnot. And, so, can't, and if they can't, please contact Brian Davis in the Run Disney Run Facebook group. <laughs> he absolutely has that data. Thank yeah. you. Shout out to Brian Davis. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, somebody's got that information. If it's not Disney, it's Brian. Um, but the, my point being like, that was the only kind of thought process that I that I could could picture. I hadn't even thought about Disney 100. And now that you said that, I really want platinum dripping purple medals. I um <laughs> I'd really like to see that but I don't know I don't know how Pluto would look like with platinum I don't know. So yeah, no, I don't know. So that's why so I think the marathon to Disneyland weekend special coast to coast could be the Disney 100 platinum with the purple. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or Marathon Weekend next year is getting the Disney 100 theme with the platinum and purple because that would also like a purple medal for Dopey, top notch. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see so, how how this all comes together. Like I said, there's always a plan. I know there's a plan. They'll figure it out. And if they're not, they're listening. And so we just gave you what the plan could be. You know, we're helpers. I'm just, I'm just telling them the plan. We're, we're helpers like that. We we totally want, you know, to to have a successful run Disney for years to come. Um, so, yeah, that those are that's what's going on there. Um, registration time frame. Regist- registration opens uh, for Club Run Disney members on February the 7th, which is just around the corner. Uh, but... February 14th is for the rest of us. And it's going to be at 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time. So 10 a.m. is the usual uh, time for us uh, for these run Disney, Walt Disney World races. So that's good. Like you don't have to get confused. But, um, you know, uh, that they they finally came out with that. And there was some discussion because I want to say in the past, they actually did open those Disneyland races a little bit later for the benefit yes. of the Pacific Coast folks. Um, but this year they're like, eh, they'll get up early. <laughs> so that's what's happening. They're going to get up early and it would be on, online to to register for things. Uh, as far as like registration, like I mentioned, I, I feel like, and Jane made some really good points that I hadn't thought about with the, with the challenge medals and such. So essentially they're all just going to sell out really, really fast. That's my answer. Um, the reason being is the 5K is the one that's most accessible for families. And these races have always been a big, you know, family affair, affair event. And so I could see the 5K going very quickly. Um, it's also just the most accessible, like, entry race. So if you are a West Coaster that's been dying to do Run Disney, but you can't get all the way to the East Coast, and so this is your shot, you may, you know, be looking at that 5K as your entry race. And I totally get it because they're a blast. They're amazing. They are completely, like, all inside the park. You get both parks at least, again, you know, we have to caveat this. Everything that we say, like from this point on, is based on our past experiences. So things could change. However, in the past, all of the 5K happened, you know, literally within the park. Um, And you went through both parks. You got to go through DCA as well as uh, Disneyland. And then you would run through uh, downtown Disney to exit over by one of the hotels where your finish line was. Usually it was Disneyland Hotel, but I think it could have actually been at Paradise Pier once or twice, but usually it was over at the Disneyland Hotel. Um, That's what I expect to also happen again, is that the finish line will again be over by the Disneyland Hotel. Um, But there have been races where it ended at Paradise Pier Hotel parking lot. So, you know, that could happen as well. Um, Either way, we don't know what the maps look like yet. We're just talking about how they looked in the past. But for the 5Ks, uh, really accessible, a total blast, lots of fun, all within the park, um, which means I think it's going to be very um, uh, interesting and accessible for a variety of people who are looking to get into Run Disney. So that's going to up your competition level. The 10K and the half, as Jane mentioned, um, are part of that Dumbo, Chair, Dumbo Dare Challenge, which is going to take a big chunk you know, out of the individual folks that are trying to register for them. Um, That 10K, again, super accessible. And like 90% of it is 
through the parks. It's very similar to the 5K race in that you get to cover both DCA and Disneyland. And, you know, I'm excited because... We're going to run through the campus. Yes, that was... I mean, if we don't run through the campus, I will I will run through the campus. I'm just going to go off course. I'm just going to make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're just going to make it happen because we're running through the campus. But um, Avengers Campus is brand new. There is no... I don't see any reason why they wouldn't route us through, at least for one of these races, either the five or the 10, if not both. I just don't see how we wouldn't get through it. Um, And I can't wait to hear the music playing as we race through and maybe seeing all the Marvel characters up on the balcony waving down to us. Ah, I just, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't. I I might need a minute. I might need a minute. (laughs) I know. Photos. (laughs) <laughs> okay um yeah so i mean honestly i bought leggings two weeks ago and i was like oh these are these are actually a good color so i could dress as a marvel character for that race for a year from now <laughs> a year from so now i justified that purchase <laughs> well duh um yeah so so we're excited about that possibility but i also think a lot of people might be excited about that possibility so therefore again the half and the 10k they're gonna go quickly um I truly feel like yoga is going to take the most time to sell out simply because most people are going to prioritize the run Disney, the, the races, the running parts. However, yes. my, caveat, my caveat again is that these are Disneylanders. These are Disneyland locals. These are LA people. I kind of feel like yoga might be much more of a thing there than it is here in Florida. So I could be wrong. Yoga may be something that people are like, I love yoga. I do yoga every single day. I've always thought it'd be cool to do it in front of Disneyland. I'm signing up just for the yoga. So like it could surprise us, but my gut instinct tells me that that one's going to be the one that takes the longest to sell out. Um, And I mean, when we say take the longest, uh, it'll still be gone on the first day. (laughs) I I think so. Maybe two days at the max, but I just, I don't see it lasting very long. I truly, I just truly feel like this whole entire race weekend is going to be a very quick sell. Um, which, you know, the original Dumbo Dare was also a very quick sell. So it's not going to be a surprise to anyone if that should happen. Um, Everything goes on sale, like I said, at 10 o'clock. Now, what you do need to know about (laughs) are the prices. Uh, We have $109 essentially for the yoga, $109 for the 5K, $150-ish for the 10K, Um. The half marathon is $235 at Disneyland. And Dumbo Dare altogether there is going to be $390. And then you get Chippendale's uh, race for uh, the kids race for $35. These prices are definitely an increase from what we've seen at Disney World. I think you're going to see very similar pricing, though, for Marathon Weekend, for uh, Wine and Dine when it comes out, all of that. So... I think this is just, you know, something to be expected as prices are going to go up. Um, And so I did notice that on the website and I don't, honestly, I have no idea what I paid for races because what is money? (laughs) Like, What is a budget? (laughs) Um, I do remember that Dumbo used to cost me about 369. So I was like, Oh, that's actually not a terrible, terrible increase. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I did notice on the website that it says that these prices include the six and a, it's like 6.6% service mm-hmm. fee. So I don't know if they always used to include it on the website or if it used to say plus an additional service fee. That's how, how so, it was. So like, for example, it would say like, uh, you know, the, the 5k, like the would, 10k was 125. Correct. Plus six and a half, right? Correct, right. So at least this way they're giving you the actual number, which you can also plan for. Um, I think a little right. bit better because that's, they're they're giving it to you up front. So yes, that, that that's how much everything is going to cost uh, for these races. Um, and for those of us that do have to look at a budget and aren't Jane, um, keep that in mind as you're. I, I do. Money. I just don't. <laughs> I, I hear you. Do. I hear you. I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Um, okay, so we talked about coast to coast a little bit. You're like Jane said, you don't have to like click anything. You're not going to miss anything if you just like register, they will know that. And, and as somebody who has multiple coast to coast battles from past races, they did know I didn't ever have to do anything, um, in order to get those gorgeous medals. And I will tell you, I don't know what they're going to do for these new ones, but the old coast to coast medals, they had, it was basically the same, same one for years and years and years. And every single year, it made me happy to get it because it's the Mickey partner statue. It was beautiful. It was heavy. It was, ah, I loved it. I had so many, I think I had like six or seven of them. I finally ended up, (laughs) yeah, I I finally ended up like culling that down a little bit, but I still love them uh, and can't wait to see what they do with these new ones. So I don't know if those will come back or not, but I will promise you that it's going to be awesome because they have not let us down with the coast to coast medal in the past. And Again, Disney, if you're listening, I'm telling you, don't don't call me a liar. Don't make me a liar. <laughs> make this a gorgeous medal uh, because it was definitely one of the hands down favorite ones uh, for a very long time. Um, now let's talk about Jane. Let's talk about the difference between Disneyland running and Disney World running. I know, obviously, I touched on a little bit by saying how the routes are like all contained and and that sort of thing, but um, particularly, you know what. What can people come to expect uh, when they come to to Disneyland that's going to be kind of a surprise to them? I mean, I don't want to set anybody up for disappointment, but it's just better. (laughs) (laughs) Just everything but better. Um, So I think one of the, the number one things that we had talked about prior was there's no transportation. So there is no dealing really with the buses in the morning. Um, a lot of the hotels, if you're staying on property, then you're very close to the race starts. If you're even staying off property, there's plenty of hotels on Harbor and Ball and Catella and the convention center. Like all of those, those um, hotels are walkable to the race start. So they're we're walkable. here to see world. You can't do that. Yeah, they're, they're walkable and or... You can take an Uber and or you can do the art shuttles. Um, I have the visual. I never, we never took an art shuttle because Jane and I always stayed on the side where we could just walk back and forth. So we never, ever, ever had to get on a bus. But I have a visual of art shuttles be dropping people off in the morning. So I do think that they run uh, early enough for you to to get one. Um, If not, that's something you're going to want to ask your hotels when you are looking and you're making your plans is to find out what the situation will be that early in the morning. Um, it's LA. You can probably get an Uber any time of the day without any big deal. But I mean, we're literally talking, you might be walking 
half a mile, a, a mile. Like you will probably walk less. You will walk less from your hotel to the start of this race than we do from the parking lot of, <laughs> to the start of the race. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. <laughs> especially not wrong. especially when you're talking those half marathons where they tack on that extra like mile yep. that you have to walk once you get in like yes. So keep that in mind is that when you are looking at at making your plans and you think, oh, this is far, how am I going to get to the race? You're you're probably gonna walk. But Jane makes a really, really good point. It's gonna be comparable or less than what you what walking you do from the time the bus drops you off at the Epcot parking lot to the time you start that half marathon. It's it's you know, you're just not gonna have any of that. Um and depending on where you stay, you might you might be, you know, five minutes away from the start. You might be ten minutes away from the start. It's it, that hands down was my favorite thing about these races is that you could sleep in a little bit more because you're not waiting on the bus. You're rolling out and getting yourself to the start. And it was always a fairly easy process. Um, no, it would be like a 5.30 race. They would start like, uh, you know, 5.30 race start was for the half marathon or whatever. And we would wake up at like 4.15. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wake up at 4.15. Meanwhile, here in Florida, it's like 2.45. Now we have a 5 a.m. race start, right? And it's like, now I got to wake up at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is also perfect time because Jelly Rolls closes then so you can go straight to the race start. Just so. <laughs> No, don't do that. Um, so yes, that that is one of the, the main things that you need to be aware of or be cognizant of is that wherever you decide to stay, chances are you're walking to the start and chances are it will be a less of a walk <laughs> than what you experience uh, from the Walt Disney World parking lot, okay? Um, which is all good things as far as we're concerned. Um, where to stay? Now, there's a lot of discussion about this. And when it comes down to it, if you are used to staying on Disney property and you like that feel of a bubble and you like that level of amenities, then once the Disneyland hotels open up, I will suggest to you that that is where you want to try to get your reservations. They are not open um, yet. Disneyland always takes a little bit longer to open for the the next year. So we probably won't see that until like mm, June or July, maybe even. Um, So keep that in mind. But when you do, you're not going to want to wait. You're going to want to like jump on it and book um, as quickly as you can or have a travel agent do that for you. I am available to put you on my wait list and I will absolutely take care of anybody that is looking to stay on property. Um, And the reasons why you might want to, again, come down to location, location, location. Uh, And just it's so easy if you have family that's coming out to cheer for you, if you have... um, if you're concerned about getting lost or concerned about walking back and forth, um, that would be, this takes that off the plate. Um, in the past now on the website right now, Disneyland has not announced where the expo will be, but in the past it was always at the Disneyland hotel. So if you're Mm -hmm. staying at the Disneyland hotel, like you're right there for all of the hoopla and it just makes it so easy to pick your stuff up and take it all upstairs as soon as you, as soon as you do. Um, so that's going to be my number one suggestion. And a lot of people will say, but at Disneyland, you don't need to stay on property. And that is a thousand percent true. Like we hardly ever stay on property, but when it comes to a race and if you're not sure about the area or you're not um, comfortable or like I said, you're just kind of used 
to Disney World uh, property hotels, that may be the best choice for you is to go ahead and stay on site. Um, you will pay for it. You, They are costly hotel rooms. There's nothing cheap about um, Disneyland pro- on property. However, I've stayed at all of the resorts. I think Jane stayed at all three of the resorts. And yep. you'll be fine. You'll be great. You'll love it. And uh, there's there's little things we love about each one. Um, I do have a, a blog post. I'll link in the comments that talks about some of the perks that you get for staying on site um, that you might be interested in. But when it comes to actually for a race weekend, can't say enough about it, particularly if you have family that wants to come and see you finish or wants to see you on the course. Um, easiest way to do that is if you are staying on property. Like we run right past almost all of the starts go right past uh, Paradise Pier Hotel. And so they can either look out their window <laughs> or come out to the curb and cheer you on as you run directly past them. And then the finish in the past was right you ran right past um, the Disneyland Hotel. And so the same experience. And then California, uh, you could also get some, uh, you, we, we run past it as well, but um, either on the uh, downtown Disney side or out on the street side and the start. Um, anyway, it's just, a, it's a good, those are, those are great locations um, if that's important to you or if that's what you're looking for. It's also great locations if you are running a whole lot and by the end of the trip, you just want to get to your hotel room the quickest. Uh, the on-site hotels wins. They win hands down. They win hands down as far as like, I just ran a half marathon. I don't want to walk any more than I already have to. What is the closest? You want to stay at Disneyland Hotel. Like <laughs> You want to stay at Grand Californian. Like those, those are your options. Those are really what you want to look for. That being said, there's tons of offsite hotels. There's name brands like the Hilton and the Marriott and um, Hyatt and, and Embassy Suites and all of that that are great uh, that you will be happy with. Um, but then there's a lot of like uh, locals only or Anaheim only, you know, one-off type hotels. We've stayed at a lot of those as well. I, again, I have a list. It's got this handy dandy map on it that also kind of like lays out where the races used to end and where um, in relation to that you would be as far as walking to go back and forth to the parks, as well as walking back and forth to the races. Um, If you have questions or you, or you have, you know, just a general, like, is this one better than that one or whatever, feel free to ask in the Facebook group because we're happy to give our opinion on some of them. There's some that we like more than others. Um, But again, most of them are going to be much cheaper than staying on property, but they're going to also, for the most part, have more of a a motel feel, particularly if you're on Harbor Boulevard versus Mm -hmm. a hotel feel. And that sometimes matters to folks. Um, different different levels of of comfort, you know, essentially. Also something to remember is when, when you get outside of the Disney bubble, you are really outside of the Disney bubble. And a lot of people that aren't aware of this may not be as aware of um, Anaheim's um, unhoused situation. There are going to be people on the streets in the middle of the night and sleeping on bus stops. And it, it is it is a situation that you don't see at Walt Disney World. You will see that if you stay offsite at Disneyland. Um, I have never felt unsafe for that, you know, for, for, for what it's worth. I've always felt comfortable walking back and forth in the dark and at night and early in the morning for these races. Um, there's also plenty of people around you 
pretty much during these times as well. Because again, it's kind of like Disney World, you just follow the crowd, right? And and you just stay with stay with the runners, and you'll be fine. But it is something that um, people who are not familiar with the area may not be familiar with that. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, and I mean, I've done both, you know, that that's the thing is like, we do both. And I can, I can vouch for either situation. You know, it's always wonderful to stay on property. If that's an option for you, then, then definitely do it. But, um, you know, if you are looking to maybe save some money or, you know, you, you're not really into the whole, you know, you don't need a big, big fancy Disney hotel, then by all means, there's plenty, plenty of great options off property at Disneyland and, Let's face it. We all know I'm a snob. <laughs> and a little like, bit, even a little bit, right? I mean, you know, I'm like, yeah, okay. There's plenty of options, so so there's definitely something there for everybody. And yeah, I mean, ask away in the Facebook group if if we haven't stayed there, somebody has. Somebody there's has. Just, yeah, there's absolutely. so many options. There, there really, there really are. And and I would also say um, if 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 you want to wait until you get into the race, that's fine. But if you're just trying to like be proactive, I would suggest, uh, in fact, I already did it. I went ahead and I booked my hotel room um, like last week, two weeks ago, something like that, uh, so that I I had that taken care of. If I can get on site later, then I may do that. But if I can't, um, at least I know I've got something locked in <laughs> now. Will I get into yeah. any of these races? Who knows? But I'm going anyway <laughs> because I've got my room booked. <laughs> Correct. And we um, know that for a fact. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Like, yeah, we're going anyway. We're, we're not running, but we're, we'll go. <laughs> Listen, you know, my second favorite thing to do at these races is hold signs. And so I will be there cheering <laughs> all of y'all on uh, one way or the other. Um, so yeah, that that has happened. But that would also be my, my suggestion uh, for this race. And truly also for like wine and dine, if anybody is looking ahead and thinking, well, I'll wait till I get into that race and then I'll book my hotel room. Oh my gosh, people don't wait. Please reach out to me. I I am I'm happy to be your travel agent and to take care of this for you. You don't have to call anybody. You don't have to talk to anybody. Let me do it for you. Um, it's all cancelable. It is all cancelable. It is all changeable. It is all like we we're not going to lock you into anything that you can't get out of. Um, but that would be my suggestion at this time. If you're looking at these Disneyland races and you've narrowed it down to a couple of hotels, but you're just waiting to see if you get in, uh, you know what? Go ahead and book a hotel room and then cancel it if you need to. But also, maybe don't because you know, as we've seen over. The years, sometimes these races open back up. It may be just for a second or two, but sometimes they do. And when they do, you might score something or you might find a charity down the road that works for you. What I don't want to happen is those prices to double on you or the rooms to just disappear and just to be completely booked out. Because again, while I feel like there's a lot of locals that'll come in for these races, a lot of them will go ahead and stay on property for a night or two because they don't want to have to drive in and they don't want to mess with all of that because Anaheim tra- traffic is also no joke. So if you can avoid driving, you want to do that as well. Again, refer to the blog post that says uh, Best Disneyland Good Neighbor Hotels. Click on that. Check it out. See if there's anything in there that you have questions about. Let us know. Um, but go ahead and go ahead and make those uh, now or reach out to me and I'm happy to, to help you out with some suggestions or 
uh, guide you in the right way and get you booked. Um, the race itself. Okay, let's talk about the half marathons because over the course of these courses <laughs> that we used to run, um, they actually gave us different race courses almost every race. It was it was never exactly the same. So as far as us guessing what these courses are going to look like and what they're going to entail, we really can't say. Um, I feel pretty confident that the 5K and the 10K will both be like very heavy park. Like I, I feel like yes. that just yes. makes the most sense. I, I don't see how uh, because of the construction has now cleared up. Uh, Toontown is back open. Uh, Galaxy's Edge is open. Um, campus is open. So like, I don't see that there's any reason why we can't run all the streets of Disneyland and DCA and just have at it. So I feel like that's going to happen. As far as the half marathon is concerned, though, there were some uh, different race maps that came out over the years. And some of them involved us going through, you would start through the parks. Um, I, I would always call the half marathons the uh, at Anaheim, the mullet races, because yes. I, it was the <laughs> party in the front and business in the back. So the first four or five miles, you were able to get a whole bunch of park time. Uh, and you were able to stop and take all your pictures with the characters and whatever. And hey, if those balloon ladies or balloon guys got close to you, like don't sweat it because you had like six miles outside of the park where you had a lot more room to stretch out. You had a lot more room to run a lot. There, there would be no characters out there, just like how at Disney World, we don't really have too many out characters on those long stretches. Well, it's the same thing at Disneyland. Um, Disneyland, a little bit different. Like there's definitely no characters out there because it's not Disneyland. Like we don't, they, they don't own those streets. Um, so you would have a big stretches where you could really like put your head down and run. Like you, if you needed to make up time or to put some space between you and the balloon ladies, you had that opportunity to do that. Or if you're looking to get your PR, you may not, you may feel like the first couple of miles are way too congested and it's not going to happen. But if you can make it up at the end of the race, you're going to have a lot of, of miles and time to do so. So it's a mullet. Okay. So have, have fun I ever, have I ever told you the story of the first time I ran Disneyland? No. And Oh my gosh. So I, I went and I was in the very last corral. I had no idea about balloon ladies. I had no idea about Honestly, I had no idea about, like, I knew I had to maintain a 16-minute-per-mile pace, but, like, I didn't really understand how any mm -hmm, of it worked. Mm -hmm. This was um, – it wasn't before Facebook. Like, Facebook existed, but, like, I wasn't in any groups. I had no friends. I didn't even have friends that were runners, so, <laughs> let alone Disney runners. So I'm, like, all by myself, and I drank way too much water and was stuck in this corral, and I couldn't get out of the corral to use the bathroom. And I remember texting – um, a friend that I ran with in New York and she was an experienced runner. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Do I just pee myself? Like, is that what runners do? I have no idea. And she was like, well, we're going to try not to pee ourselves. <laughs> so the race starts. And of course I'm like running, but I can only half run because every step I take, my bladder is like, we're going to pee ourselves. Then they're done and that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I get to the very first set of porto potties, which of course everyone is at the very first set of porto potties because it's like right before you come back into the parks. Mm -hmm. And I wait for a porto potty and I'm fine. 
And I go in and I come out and the guy turns to me and he says to me, you're two minutes behind. You're going to get picked up. And I was like, what? Like, I did not fly all this way. I was getting my first coast to coast, the whole thing. And I like took off running. And thankfully, I was able to maintain a pace that was faster than 16. And I spent the next like six or seven miles just running and running, like running through the park. I never stopped for anything. I just ran and ran and ran and ran and ran because I kept getting to points where they would say, you're 30 seconds behind, you're a minute behind, you know, whatever it was. And finally they were like, you're two minutes ahead, you're three minutes ahead, you're five minutes ahead. And so then I knew I had enough time and I could like relax. But I don't think I relaxed in that race until like mile eight or nine. Oh my gosh. And I was like, I, I had no idea. It was it was almost as good as a, as a dead last start. <laughs> seriously, seriously, look at you. Uh, we should get Brian on, like, to see if he could dig that uh that those statistics up for you. <laughs> <laughs> right, I would like to see how that looks. Started, right, it'll say I started, but it, it won't tell you how long I spent. It. I should look at my old Garmin stats and see yeah, if, see I if can it's see in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's one thing just to know is that you're going to have the park up front, and then you're going to think, ah, it's going to get boring from here on out. No, it is not. At least Anaheim, I believe you love the lover, uh, love the runners. And I believe that you will show up and show out like you always have in the past. Um, In the past, uh, no, you did not have like the Disney character stops anymore, but the city of Anaheim would have like kids, kids on, um, they'd be out there, uh, ki- kids bands, right. Or cheerleaders, or you had flamenco, is it flamenco, flamenco, I'm going to yes, say flamenco, flamenco, dancers. flamenco dancers. You had classic car clubs, like line their cars up that you would be running by checking them out. Um, they would have cosplayers. Cause I mean, it's LA, right. Who isn't an actor or trying to be an actor or at least pretending to be one at comic cons every now and then. Right. Um, so there was all these cosplayers that would come out. It just, it was never boring and it was always fun and it was always interesting. So while some people really lament and really hated running through the streets of Anaheim, I was never bored. And trust me, I am like, this is why I run Disney is because I can't be bored when I run because you have to entertain me at all times. I never felt that. I always felt like there was something happening. There was something going on. There was something to look at like within the next mile. So every mile was magic. They did give me something. Um, Again, though, I have to warn you, some of that was some of the uglier sides of Anaheim. Like, you know, my friend uh, April used to laugh about running by the sex shops. Yep. Oh, I have pictures of that. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's great. It's great. It gives it's great. something to look at. <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, there is that as an option. Um, and I will say that <laughs> we did make a stop um, once during uh, one of the uh, Avengers half marathon weekends. Julia needed a donut. So we ran, oh. we ran into Winchell's Donuts um, on the route. And I have this great picture of her holding her a Hulk. She, has, she ran as the Hulk. So she had Hulk hands. To a Seven Eleven and bought a Slurpee at the yeah. very last Disneyland half because it was 85 degrees. I was sweating like you would not believe. And I was like, I think I'm going to die. So I went in to 7-Eleven and bought a Slurpee and just carried that Slurpee for like three miles. And I can't tell you the number of people that were jealous. But every time I see that photo, I'm like, this is why this race is so great, because you could do whatever. (laughs) 
Like you could go shopping in the middle. You want to stop at CVS? There's a CVS right there. And I mean, this is probably, there's probably people out there that are going to be like, I run through neighborhoods all the time. Why is this special? Well, guess what? I don't run through neighborhoods all the time. I run through Disney. We don't have these options. Exactly. Exactly. So you can make your own shenanigans on the course is what we're saying. Um, that same race, I actually, when the course came out and I saw it, I picked my costume based in part on the course. This is for um, the Avengers Half Marathon weekend. And I dressed as um, Scott Lang when he worked for Baskin Robbins um, <laughs> because there was a Baskin Robbins on the course. <laughs> and so we had to stop on the course and take my picture in front of Baskin Robbins because, you know, Baskin Robbins always finds out. Um, anyway, so yeah, the, what we're saying is it's definitely different than what you're going to experience at a Walt Disney World race, but it doesn't mean that it's bad. It means it's just different and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but will there be an, a, a run through the baseball stadium? We don't know yet. I, I hope, I hope, I hope so, so because that really is a very cool experience that you don't get anywhere else. And the couple of times that I ran through it, uh, they had it, not packed completely, but the the bottom section had a lot of fans and a lot of like Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and they were holding up signs and they were loud and they had some bands in there that were playing music and they were cheering us on as we ran through. And then they also like called your name as you ran th around the bases and put you up on the big jumbotron. And so, so yes. <laughs> yeah, it was an experience, right? So we're going to all cross our fingers and hope that, um, that the angel stadium is it still called angel stadium. Well, I'm calling it angel stadium. That angel stadium sure. is still, sure. uh, is still on the course for all of you half marathon runners, uh, because it's a, it was a very cool experience, but please know there were races where it was not on the course. So that, could be the case. We'll just have to see. Um, I think Tinkerbell and Star Wars were the two races where they did not have you run through that. So those courses were also good. Um, a little bit more like residential, um, but they they packed um, at least the Star Wars one had tons of, of uh, cosplayers. Mm -hmm. I think like almost a mile and a half of cosplayers, uh, one of the last ones that we ran. So yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that they can do out on the streets of Anaheim um, that you don't get at Walt Disney World. So uh, get excited about that. Um, I think it's I think it's cool. Um, Disneyland in January, not too busy. That weekend, traditionally, probably not crazy busy. However, uh, could be because of all the crazy runners that show up in town. Um, but uh, that's the good news is that, you know, this race is kind of set during one of the lower periods of time. So get your tickets for Disneyland. You're going to want to go. You are going to want to go. If you're a Disney World person and you've never been, you're going to want to go and check it out. And here's my description of, of going to Disneyland for the first time if you're a big Walt Disney World person. You will walk into Disneyland Park and it will, it'll be like somebody walked into your home, into your house, into your apartment and kind of rearranged the furniture slightly. It feels the same. It looks the same, but it's also very different. And don't you dare make fun of the tiny castle because we love the tiny castle. She's adorable. Don't laugh about it. Don't, don't, don't make fun of her. Um, but uh, definitely get your theme park tickets. Um, you, you'll be able to manage. If you can do Disney World, you can do Disneyland because here's the secret of Disneyland. Everything is 
also closer together. <laughs> You're not walking nearly as many miles through the park as you do at Walt Disney World, simply because it's just in a more compact space. Um, same, pretty much the same amount of attractions. It's just way more compact than what you get at Walt Disney World, which is kind of a cool little tidbit between the two uh, resorts. Uh, so get your tickets for that as well. Uh, what else can we say about the difference between the races? Anything else that you think? No, I think just the the biggest difference is going to be that Disneyland is going to feel like a neighborhood Disney race. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like it's, it's, you know, Disney World feels like a big production, like a manufactured big production. I don't mean that in like a mean way. I mean mm-hmm. that in like mm-hmm. a, you know, they, they're able the to show, control the, the environment. Yeah. Right. Um, and Disneyland is, it's a mixture. So it definitely gives you that like small neighborhood feel. And like, for me, I feel like that's perfect for Disneyland because I always say, I always equate it to Disneyland is the original that the artist drew and Disney World is the mass produced copy of that original. So imagine the same thing, but races. It's going to feel a little smaller. It's going to feel a little, might feel a little bumpier, but like it doesn't feel, it actually feels more personal. Yeah. I think, I think that's a, I think that's actually a a good way to sum it up. Cause I, I, and maybe that's why you and I both like have this connection to the Disneyland races than, than I think we so. do to the Walt Disney World ones. Now, don't get us wrong; like we do all the Disney World races too, and we love them. It's not we're, we're not slighting it. We're just telling you that our preference <laughs> would be: I would take four races at Disneyland, even though it's going to cost me a whole heck of a lot more to get all the way across country. But I would take the four di- four uh, races at Disneyland and one race at Walt Disney World <laughs> every year if that was an option um, because it, th- she's right. Like there's just, there's just something about it and it, it is special. And I, and I, and I give that credit, I think to the, the locals and the folks at Anaheim that come out and support us. Um, you know, there was the red hat lady society would come and do Tinkerbell every year. And they were the cutest. I don't, Google them. If you don't know who they are, they're the cutest little like social club of little old ladies. Like you have to be over a certain age to join. And um, they would come out in their, red hats and their purple sweaters and they cheer us all on and they were, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it's, it's kind of just feels like it's a more personal level. It's like she said, it's like a neighborhood or a local race versus like this big mass produced, you know, big event kind of thing. Trust me, the medals are still great. The event feel is still there. Like you're not going to feel like you're still, well, you're not, I was about to say, you're going to still get fireworks at the start of every corral, but what, what do they do, Jane? Do they not do fireworks? No, you don't remember that because um, of the Anaheim like noise ordinances. I want to say that they would like set off one thing of fireworks at the very start. And then after that, it was like, um, it was something on a screen. Like they wouldn't, I don't believe we got fireworks every single time. And that was one of my annoyances. I was like, why can't I get fireworks? This is a Disney race. But it's because Disneyland is like in the middle of a neighborhood. Right. And so at five o'clock in the morning, they don't want to be setting off fireworks and 
pissing off the neighbors, to be honest. And so they don't. So that is something to keep in mind is you may not get fireworks. In fact, memory serves that like there may not have been any fireworks at all. Maybe there was just like one little one that goes off. (laughs) But it's a very, it's a letdown if you're used to the Disney world where every corral gets them. Um, You do, that does not, that doesn't happen at at Disneyland. So yeah, thought we'd throw that out there. But it's still the excitement's there, the DJ's there, the same announcers come out coast to coast. Like they'll all be there. All the familiar voices will be there if you've done Disney World before. Um, So you'll feel, you'll feel at home, but as if the furniture has been rearranged. (laughs) That makes me laugh, but it's so true. Like the furniture was rearranged. It is, it is. It's just, (laughs) it's just different. It's just different. Okay. Um, I think so I, Do you just want to mention virtual races? Yes. Yes. So virtual races are going to be an option for Disneyland if you are not able to make it that weekend or if you don't get in and you absolutely love the theme and must have the medals and whatever your reasoning is. um, Virtual races are an option. However, virtual races are not eligible for the Coast to Coast Challenge. So the only way to do it is to actually – Go to Anaheim. That is the only way that you are going to get the Coast to Coast Challenge. So I just want to say that so that nobody winds up um, signing up for virtual and thinking that they're eligible for the Coast to Coast Challenge. Um, And then if you do want to sign up for virtual races, it is, I believe, the 16th is when that registration opens. I'm going to check that right now. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's close to that. If it's not that side note, I'm on the website. I'm sorry. General registration for the virtual races is February 17th at 10 AM. So it will be three days after the general registration. Interestingly enough, um, cause usually you can go to the virtual page on run Disney. And that's usually the first spot where you can see what the themes are going to be. The theme changes color when you go to the virtual page. So on the main page, the background is black with um, diamonds and it has the um, old Disneyland logo. Um, but when you go to the virtual page, the virtual page ha- actually has a turquoise background. Hmm. So very interesting. I look forward to seeing how they update these because, you know, they're going to update them over the, the course of the next probably the next few days and we'll get a glimpse into what we'll be working with. Yeah, that's interesting. We'll, we'll have to see how that all plans out, uh, pans out. Um, all right. That is our <laughs> love letter to Disneyland races. Um, we can obviously talk about this for hours and did. So, <laughs> um, We can't help ourselves. Um, But if you still have questions or you have suggestions, listen, if you want to share a story and just talk about how much you love Disneyland and you miss the races, you can't wait for them to come back. Come join us in our Facebook group. That's what we do. Patty and I literally just shared photos today. We were like, well, just because we love it. Here's photos of us in Disneyland for the last 10 years. So come join us. We're happy to chat or share love. Or you can email us. <laughs> you can. You can email us at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com. 
And I was also just going to throw out there and like, I got it. This is going to sound terrible. Please y'all don't, don't like hate me for this, but I love our Facebook group. And here's why. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) So good. I am in, I am in so many Ren Disney Facebook groups. Okay. Uh, I'm in a lot of them. I, and I do love all of them for different reasons. And some I have been in like from the beginning of my Ren and Disney experience. Um, But what I like about ours is that you guys, when you ask questions, you're, you're so kind about it and you're so polite about it, but you're also, God, how do I say this? Um, You're not stupid about it. Um, You have, you, 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 it feels like the questions that are being asked, like you looked for an answer and couldn't find it. And so you came to the group, right? Versus some of these Facebook groups, they ask like straight up questions without doing any, like literally looking at nogiltdisney.com or rendisney.com where the answers are clearly, clearly there. So as somebody who loves it when people Google, um, I just want to say that I appreciate our group so much because while I feel like the questions are valid and I feel like we have great discussions in there and I love anybody who has a legitimate question, please don't, don't take this the wrong way. Please ask it, please. It's okay. You're in a safe space. I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm not going to be mad at you, but I'm just thankful that our group is not like overrun with a ton of the same questions over and over again. Uh, I just really appreciate all of y'all, um, so much. <laughs> um, just so if you're looking for a Facebook group that's like that, okay, that isn't overrun with some of the same questions over and over again, please come join us because we got some cool peeps in there. Yeah. And I think the other thing, you know, shout out to everybody who listens and is a part of our Facebook group. Um, I think the great thing is also that like everyone is so respectful with answering each other and they're so helpful. So, you know, Patty and I really try to be on a lot and, and, you know, answer things. And and sometimes like Patty will have to text me and say, Hey, that one's for you. Yeah. <laughs> you have better answers for that than I do. Right. And sometimes I'll be like, Hey, Patty, I saved this for you. Um, we really try to be in there and try to help everybody. But even if we're not there, there's so many great, members in our group that have great knowledge and they are also super helpful and um, we just love that. So we love our Facebook group. Yeah. And there's a lot of like new folks in there too. And I hope you feel welcome. And I hope that you are also getting the answers that you need. And if you're not, again, just ask them. Tell us. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. If, if you're not comfortable, like throwing it out in the group, you can always send us DMs. We'll, we'll, if we don't see it right away, we'll get to it eventually. Um, but yeah, that's, that's always an option or use that email address that Jane gave out and we will happy, we'll be happy to answer you, um, in that way as well. In fact, that's probably better than the DMs because chances are we'll see the email before we see, you know, how Facebook like hides people you're not connected with sometimes. Sometimes I don't see those. We do, um, we do have a group chat that is open. It's not terribly active. So don't feel like if you were part of a group chat, like, oh my God, I'm going to get overwhelmed with questions and whatever. It's not terribly active, but it is available. Um, and once I understood that that was an option, cause I didn't, um, <laughs> you know, that comes through to me immediately. And then I will always say that if you're an Instagram person, I always see my DMs. I always check my DMs and I always, always DM back. So if you have questions and Instagram is your preference, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, all right. Well, join us, right? 
This is weird. Yeah. yeah where's mean, Teresa? We need her just for this. Like, we should just like we need, her voice Yeah, in. we need, <laughs> need to add her back in. Um, I was going to say, this is, yeah, this is super weird. Um, or join us. <laughs> join us every couple of weeks. I'm not sure. Because as Patty likes to say... <laughs> it's no fun to fangirl run disney at disneyland big return alone something like that yeah we teresa we need you we need you teresa it's no fun to fangirl teresa closing out our podcast every week alone that's it that's the one 